Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune into Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. Nobody really needs or wants home security until it's too late. You've heard the statistics about how many burglaries there are per day. You see the news. You know there are people out there that do bad things. The best way to help protect your home and your property is with an ADT monitored system from Protect Your Home, an ADT authorized premier provider. Call right now to get a free wireless home security system valued at $850. An ADT monitored system can help protect your home from fires, theft, floods, and call for emergency help. Call now to find out more about our $850. free wireless home security system and start enjoying the peace of mind of security today. Call 800-561-2351 800-561-2351 800-561-2351 This offers for new customers only. Termination fees apply. $99 customer installation charge and 36-month monitoring agreement required. All for details. License terms and conditions available at secureathome.com This is Carol G. Robinson, State Chairman of the Texas Coalition of Black Democrats, and I'm reaching out to remind you to vote, and to vote Democrat from top to bottom on your ballot. If you're voting by mail, fill out your ballot and mail it back as soon as possible. Don't wait. Early voting begins in person on October 13th and ends on October 30th. Election day is November 3rd. Vote Democrat. Political ad paid for by the Texas Black Democrats Party. Welcome, everyone, to Blog Talk USA. We are so happy to be here with you on this marvelous Monday. Um, Before we get started, let me tell you how you can always listen to our live programs and archived episodes. The number to call is 515-605-9375 if you want to listen live by phone. You can also go to blogtalkusa.com, our 24-hour network, or blogtalkradio.com forward slash blogtalkusa to listen to live programs and archived episodes through Blog Talk Radio. You can always find us in podcast form on iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Radio, or anywhere you can find podcasts. You can find Blog Talk USA podcasts and Marvelous Monday podcasts under that banner. Okay, now, Dr. McKellar, if you are calling in from a different line than usual, please press 1, and I'll know that that's you. I suspect it might be you. Yep, that's you. <laughs> okay, welcome, oh, Dr. McKellar, and welcome, Dr. <laughs> Wonderful. I'm actually on my office phone tonight. I thought it was. <laughs> so I, I wanted to say, please, please let me in, Miss Brianna, let me in. <laughs> so good <laughs> evening, everybody, and welcome to Marvelous Monday. And let me just share with you, it has been an amazing, marvelous Monday. And have we worked like a Trojan today, all day long, working for the veterans, working for the election office, just making sure that everybody is taken care of. And I hope that people are getting out uh, to the polls to vote. I'll share with you um, 
an experience that we have today. People are just people are just not kind sometimes, you know. And so Miss Patricia and I had our mask on today, and our mask says Biden Harris. And so we stopped into a little restaurant uh, so that uh, we could get some drinks and things as we were busy, busy working uh, today. And so we noticed this couple, and they. Um, so we moved away from them, and so because we believe in social distancing, and we're not really we're not close to them anyway. So, but when they got ready to leave out, it was a guy and a lady, and they said. Trump 2020, and if he doesn't win, you're in trouble. So, <laughs> why would that be? That well, I, that's a good question. I guess stand down, stand by, maybe. Mm. <laughs> but anyway, mm-hmm. they were very tacky. So, uh, Patricia uh, said something. I don't remember what she said to them, but uh, to him, because it was the guy. And so I, I said, if Mr. Arthur had been with us, they, he probably would not have said anything to those two ladies that were standing right. there minding their own business, minding their own business. Yeah. But at any rate, good evening, Mr. Arthur. How are you? How are you doing? So uh, I'm good. You, you, you need no, to be no, here no. to protect and serve. Were you traumatized? Mm-hmm. Were you traumatized? I keep I think I keep asking if you need me to come up come down there. You tell me you told me hold up. Not tra- <laughs> not traumatized at all. At all. <laughs> not now, in the now, least. Now you know yeah. you want now you know, hey, you know, I ain't doing nothing, hey, doing I ain't doing nothing daytime now. You need me to come down there and <laughs> hang out with you. Come on down and hang out. It'd be fun. Yeah. Well, do you guys know about uh we're always pushing uh, students and helping them to get their money for scholarship and all of that and instructing them to please uh, work really hard uh, in school. And as you know, they're going back to school uh, full-time now. They're getting ready to, to get that done. I think it's the first week of November starts the new six weeks. And so the kids will be full-time. All kids will be back in the classroom I don't know how that's going to work out if they're going to get more space and more areas so that there will only be about 15 kids in each classroom. I don't know how they're going to work that out, but it's going to happen. But at any rate, um, if anyone has a child that is still in college and uh, there's some kind of a noise background, Ms. Rihanna, I'm not sure. What's what's going on? But I'm I'm hearing it. I don't know if it's my phone or not. I don't think, but I'm getting um, a lot of. All, uh, it could be um, if somebody's on speakerphone. The best way we can remedy that is everyone when you're not speaking, press mute, please. Right. Yes. And so, actually, I put my earplugs on so that I can because I am on my cell phone, but I don't have it on speaker. I have my earplugs on, so. Perhaps they could do that as well. Uh, but now I, I no longer hear it. So uh, it's good to use. We're good now. But, yes, we're excellent. So, uh, but what I wanted to say is that if any anyone has a child that is still in college and uh, is good uh, to uh, study, is planning to study medicine, uh, tell that student to apply to the land-gone medical Center College of Medicine at New York University. It is totally free. There is $600 million 
of unclaimed money for scholarship, $600 million. And and uh, and so, four hundred. Well, you could get each student actually could get about four hundred thousand dollars in student fees free, and and in zero dollar interest is just free. And especially if they're going to be going to places like medical schools, if they're planning to go to medical school or plan to study medicine, so they they're really encouraging. Uh, uh, students of color to uh, to get into medical school, uh, New York University School of Medicine there in New York. Um, if you even in, interested in education and research information, uh, just uh, just call them. Uh, this is the number two one two six. Excuse me. Let me start over. Two one two two six three. Five two nine zero. That's admissions. And then, if you want to, if you want to get a graduate medical education degree, where you study, like my daughter, uh, Dr. Nataka, if you want to get a PhD in biomedical science, those are her areas of study. Uh, then you can do that. There's various numbers of various areas. So whatever area that you're interested in, say, for instance, if you're interested in the biomedical science, getting a Ph.D. or an M.D. slash Ph.D. program, you know, you can get those two together. You have to be really dedicated to study, study, study. And then if you want to, if you want to get a postdoctoral training in other areas, all as long as they're associated with medicine, and if you want to get more continuing medical education, you can get that. And so it tells, so all you have to do is call that one number, and then you can uh, go and they'll, they'll tell you whichever area that you're interested in. They'll direct you to the right number because there's various, the, the Graduate Medical Education Program and the, then the Saxler uh, Institute of Graduate Biomedical and Sciences. So those are various and different areas of study there. So that is what I wanted to get out there. Uh, young students, especially if you are a, a girl and a black girl, there's even more perks for you because they're pushing to have more African-American girls, black girls, to go into the field of medicine. So I wanted to put that out there before we actually kick off and get going. Uh, Mr. Arthur, any, any questions? Or Ms. Rihanna, any questions that I make it kind of clear? Uh, so that, and, if we, and I'm going to forward the email to you, Ms. Rihanna, that I received uh, today, and then you can put it on our website. How about that? Yes, I'll post that information. And I okay, do want to let you know that uh, candidate Michael Cooper is on with us, and yes, Mr. Cooper, your line is open. Wonderful. Good evening, Pastor Cooper. Welcome back. Hey, again. Good we're gonna, we, yes, it's great. How are things going over in Beaumont, Texas? Oh, absolutely wonderful. And I thank you for the segue uh, uh, about the medicine, uh, the dream. You know, I have a daughter who just graduated Baylor last year. Oh, no, medical school? Uh, no, 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 not medical school. She, she's she pre-med. but graduated she graduated from Baylor to and wants off. to go to medical school. Okay, yes. well, I absolutely will forward that information. Did you get wow. the number? It's gonna, right, I'm going to forward that email to you so that you, yes. And it, it, like I said, even more perks if, it, if it's a girl, a black girl, even more perks 
for the girls. $600 million of unclaimed scholarship money just sitting there at NYU. Incredible. Isn't wow. that incredible? It is Absolutely. So we encourage. So we're ready to kick off, I believe, as we were out there with our boots on the ground working all day long. Something happened in Washington, D.C., did it not? Did it, did it happen today? Yes. Did we have a vote? Mm-hmm. Tell we us did. what happened, Ms. Rihanna. <laughs> we did. Tell us what happened well, in Washington, D.C. Have today. You, have you ever watched The Handmaid's Tale? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, Amy, no. Amy Coney Barrett, one week before this election, the Republican-led Senate confirmed the sham process that we just went through uh, to to confirm Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme Court, which means that Democrats absolutely must expand that court. That's just my yes. opinion. <laughs> right. Okay, let's talk about that then. Let's talk a little bit about it. So what you need to know about what happened today it's interesting. I'm, I'm playing. Can I play something, Ms. Rihanna? Yes, ma'am. Okay, let's hear what this guy has to say today. Can you hear it okay? I want every American child watching to understand yes. that this is a very special and important ceremony. We are fulfilling the duty that passes to each new generation to sustain the national traditions and virtues that make possible everything we have achieved before that we will do tomorrow because of our constitution and our culture of freedom you live in a land where anything is possible and where any dream can come true no matter who you are no matter your background in america everyone is entitled to equal protection under our laws and your sacred rights can never, ever be taken away. The march of liberty that began. Okay, I'm going to pause that. I think we've heard <laughs> enough. Rich. And so my question would be, if, in fact, that was any one of you, and you knew exactly how a lot of the people, a good portion of the people felt, I'm just going to say, of the people, I won't even say 50%, I'm going to say 48 to 49% of the people in the country did not want this to take place, would you you step up and become confirmed? Uh, Would you say, you know, with all due respect, um, Donald Trump, I'm not really wanted by the American people, so... I'm just going to stand down and stand by until after election. <laughs> do you think do you think there would be anybody that was on the other side and and I hate this one side to the other uh, Pastor Cooper and 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 I hate that the reason why I called your name is cuz I'm I'm I want to hear from you first uh a person who who believes in balance, believes in fairness and all that. Mm-hmm. If if it if it were you, how would you handle that? And I'm going to ask all of us that. <laughs> but go ahead, Pastor. Oh, 
Absolutely. I mean, and it's exactly what you said earlier, and I love the fact that she didn't say court packing. She said expand the court because there's they, certain mm-hmm. phrases that they want us to get into a, tri- uh, a trap in order okay. to control the narrative. And so we have to be careful. And this is like defunding the police department. We, you know, they, they they want us to seem like we're animals and we don't love our country. We don't love our flag. And, and we have folks on this uh, phone as uh, veterans and, and serve the country. And, and although uh, my mother wouldn't let me go to the Marines, my brother, when she said only one Marine in this house. Um, <laughs> but I was, I, you know what I'm saying? But in fourth, fifth grade, I was the flag boy. And I know how to dispose sure. of a flag. Everyone doesn't know how to the proper disposal of a flag. I know that, yeah. that we respect our flag, respect our country. And so uh, absolutely, and it's amazing how we're getting to know one another because my heart is balanced for all of the people. When we run for these officers and then gain control of the officers, we are to represent all people, not just 41%, 49%, 51%, but all of the people. And they, they uh, pressed Obama, President Obama, when he, when he had the opportunity with, with, less, with more than a month. More, more than two months, That's, if you all recall. So uh, we, do, we have to hold them accountable. Yeah, absolutely. We have to hold them accountable. The way we do that is, is uh, we still have a week or, or seven days or six days, however long we have until uh, uh, the election. We have to go and vote and vote and vote so we can yeah. gain control and expand the courts. We have to do it. Beautiful. Well said. And, and they have everything today to include the, wear, the swearing-in ceremony, correct, Ms. Rihanna? I'm going to you next. Oh, yes. Are you kidding? <laughs> they were going to do all of this as fast as they possibly could wow. because that's what, they, that, that, that's what you do when you have absolutely no principles and you know for a fact that most people are not on your side and your time is running out and – you know, you you shove something like this through. I mean, it, it this is the most hypocritical thing. First of all, it's the second, in my view, stolen Supreme Court seat. This is not the legacy of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, of all people yeah. in the world, uh, for for this person to replace her. And if they were so confident, this is just like the impeachment. This is just like the bill, tax cuts for billionaires that Republicans just rushed through, if they were so confident that um, the American people are on their side and agree with them on policy, on all of these confirmations that they sneak through with these unqualified judges, not that I'm saying Amy Coney Barrett is one of those, but there have been Mm -hmm. several that Mitch McConnell has just swept through um, when nobody's looking. Uh, If they were so confident that the majority of the American people were with them, they would not continue to do things like this. So underhanded, uh, they wouldn't hold sham hearings the way that they did. They, they just right. they wouldn't behave this way. So if I were right. Amy Coney Barrett to answer your question, no, I wouldn't mm-hmm. participate in any nomination of this particular president, uh, especially this particular Supreme Court nomination, under the hypocrisy uh, that, yeah. that is the shadow over all of this, because I have principles and morals. Exactly. And that's how I feel. I'll go to Mr. Arthur, and then I'll end there. Well, well uh, okay, okay. Now, I, now I go, of, course, of course, I take the moral high ground. But I want to 
but I'm going to ask a question a little bit differently. Uh, okay. if, 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 if we had an SOB like Mitch McConnell on the Democratic side, and he was doing this to protect voting rights, protect clean air, protect, you know, so on and so on, okay, would I do it then? Okay. So. That's a good, that's a really good question. Mm-hmm. Good marriage. <laughs> okay. Well, you would you like to answer that? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, yeah, that's my question because I take the more high ground on the other one. <laughs> this one, <laughs> I, I don't know what you're going to say. <laughs> okay, re ask me again. SOB, like Mitch McConnell, doing these dastardly deeds on behalf of a more nobler cause, voting rights, clean air, so forth and so on. Would we, as a nominee, feel empowered to do that? So, in other words, because of the way that Mitch, uh, Master Mitch, has been treating mm-hmm. this country, if we had one of those on the Democratic side, is that what you're yeah, asking? Yeah, in, in other words, in other words, someone as shrewd as him. Right. Now, in other words, in other words, if you had the moral high ground, but you had an SOB like him leading it, mm. yeah, how would you? I don't, I don't know I, how. Uh, Mitch McConnell's never been on the on the right side. No, no, no. These issues on the like, I I have a hard time envisioning his counterpart on. You know what I mean? No, He's fighting about. for the right thing. Yeah, well, yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, you know, but, but if you're going to ask me as a, as a as a candidate, would I go ahead and right. go through with that? Uh, the moral things that he's doing, definitely not. Mm-hmm. Now, but if I had somebody like him, you know, uh, well, you know, we had Anthony Weiner, but they got rid of him. Uh, we'd had Anthony Weiner <laughs> lead okay. this fight. Oh, that's a good, okay. He's a good example. Okay, got it. <laughs> That, that's a great that's a great example because he's he's, yeah, he's perfect. presenting all kinds of narratives for us tonight. That's a that's a, that's a perfect hypothetical with Anthony sure. Weiner. Yeah, so, so true. I still you I still, answer my question, I, Mr. Keller. I, I I can and I will. I I still because forgetting about that person, I because of the fact and what I'm looking at is for the 47 to 49 percent of the people who do not want me in that position. I would not want to be in a position that almost half of the American people did not want me there. For the yeah, that's reason, a poll, but that's a poll. Here, I, look here. I, I would tell you if I was here, I'd say, but that's a poll. That's a what? That's a poll. Mm-hmm. That's a poll. P O L L. You know, yeah. polls go, okay. come and go, yeah. they flow. They, yeah. You know, that's a poll. Yeah. I, I'm, a, I, I'm saying. But, but, you know. but the poll has been pretty much the same. Most people. Uh, but have my not question wanted. is, but if I okay, okay, here's my question. I'm Anthony Weiner, and I'm mm-hmm. a, and I'm kicking everybody butt, and so mm-hmm. and we're going to get all this stuff did for you know for America. Now, now I have been a little bit rough. I don't got rid of filibus, did a stuff the court. I did all that stuff. Now, uh, you, Mr. McKellar, I just appointed you to the Supreme Court. What you gonna do? Mm-hmm. Are you gonna complete the program, or are you gonna take the more high ground? 
I'm going to take the I'm still going to take the moral high ground because because for the simple reason that ever since she hit the scene, nobody knew her until she was nominated, and people have not wanted her. The polls have not really changed. But I thought your question was what if what would we do? I thought it was what would we yeah, do? Yeah, if I if I was. If I was right, right. If yeah. I was yeah, nominated, I, mean, I, I, I guess right. what would I do if I was, you know, if I was in that position? Exactly. But how do you hold on to the moral high ground if you if you do go ahead and and go forward if it, if the roles are reversed and you're doing it even for the right policies and the policies that are are for the American people. And then you still participate in this sham process with Anthony Weiner and all that. You don't maintain that moral high ground if you do go ahead and go through with it. In my right. opinion, I mean, we have to. We we can't endorse like when when um, Senator Feinstein hugged because she hugged a Republican. I was devastated because she legitimized the process that Republicans have turned into a sham when she did that. When she gave praise to that process, even though that process, uh, not all the information was allowed to come out. Republicans rushed it through so that the American people don't know what they need to know about this person who's going to be on the Supreme Court. Because, once again, Republicans shoved it through. They turned the process into a laughing stock. And then, in my opinion, when Dianne Feinstein did that, she said, no, it was legit. It wasn't legit. So if we even for the right reasons, participate in these sham hearings and just continue to laugh in the face of every, everyone who came before us by making these, these hundred-year-old, uh, you know, Senate <clears throat> norms um, that are actually important into a laughingstock, then we're just contributing yeah. to the problem, even if it gets us to good policy, in my opinion. Well, my answer would be, my answer would be, uh, you know, they have to get they have to get somebody else to do it. Uh, otherwise, and I'd do it if they would wait till after the election. But I wouldn't right. do it. Right. Exactly. Back. Yeah, and that's that, yeah. And that's the point that I was making, is that that's I right. would not do that before the election, considering the fact that nobody wants that to happen for me. But obviously, after the election, everything is all settled, and I would. Be ready to go forward for the nomination. <laughs> well, they don't want most of us voting, so of course they don't want to wait for the results of that vote. <laughs> that they don't. I mean, they know how it's going to turn out. If if they're so confident in their policies, if they're so confident in their governance or lack thereof, then they wouldn't. There would be no rush at all. And not to mention, right. President right. Obama had a year left. When he put up Merrick Garland, who, by the way, conservatives actually really liked <laughs> until President exactly. Obama. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it, they're just it's it's so hypocritical and gross. It is. So so then I'm going to circle back around to uh, Pat Cooper. So you still stand with taking the moral high ground? Absolutely. Unmute, I'm trying to Pat. unmute myself. Yeah, unmute, yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. And, and the other thing is that... Uh, Why, were you looking Mitch for McConnell, me? Uh, Mitch McConnell uh, and the Republican Party found a, a spine, uh, although it's a crooked spine, uh, with this 
leadership that they have. Because I think without President, um, the current president uh, that's occupying the White House, we would not okay. have the consistency that they have right now because they feel empowered. They would have been organized enough to, to move this quickly. Uh, it, it's just like, uh, I don't know if y'all heard, I don't know what city this was in because I was traveling at the same time because I was going to my next, my, my new pack. Y- y'all, there's a new pack in, in uh, Southeast Texas called the Good Trouble Pack. And uh, we're excited about them. They get into some good right. trouble. We, we're training candidates. We're training politicians. We, we're training right. folks to, uh, to register folks to vote and everything. So we, we're excited about that. But there was a police officer. Uh, was speaking from his car horn and uh, and saying, I'm voting for Trump, you should too. And they were shouting him uh, down, telling him he shouldn't do that. And he said, I don't care if you put it on Facebook. So I, I need to find out where that went, where that is, where it's going viral. But it's all over. And he can care less. And he was uh, uh, pushing his candidate while he was on, on the uh, paid salary by the citizens in the paid uh, vehicle of the citizens. And this is where we are now, that they've been empowered by this leadership that they have. And I think without that leadership, Mitch McConnell would not have been able to organize as quickly and swiftly as they did this this time. Right. I agree. I agree with that. Well, I, I, I just think that it's really so wrong, and I, you know, I'm just troubled by the fact that they talk about the type of woman that she is and I just thought you know she may just step forward and say look there's too much confusion that's going on around my nomination why don't we just go ahead and wait until afterwards but that would be too much like right and then she would probably be ostracized by her party from here to eternity and there's no telling what Trump would have to say about her right she wouldn't be able to Turncoat, traitor, uh, he would label yeah. her within yeah. 24 yeah. hours. He would tweet, and they would follow along the narrative and start over. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Immediately. And, and, oh, go, and go and find somebody else and still right, And try right. to confirm within seven days. I'm telling you, That's they right. would work around the clock 24-7, yeah. Sunday afternoon, yeah. and and even though the Democrats <laughs> wouldn't afternoon. show up, they would vote through it uh, uh, come Monday. I'm right. telling you. So what did, what did the vote look right. like? What did, I, I was just trying to pull up and see how many. Oh, 52 yeah, they already to, passed. Yeah, to 40. Passed but I was just trying to see what the vote was. Uh, 52 to 1, and, I think. 52, uh, 50, yeah. No, to 40. Susan Collins stayed with her. With her she uh, stayed with, did she stay? Okay, and so that Mikowski went ahead. 48, 52. 40. Yeah, Mikowski went discussion. against what she said she was going to do. Right, yeah, because she, she was one of the ones that said she would not, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She would not Correct. vote. But the other discussion is that they, they're, they're talking about having 60 votes uh, instead. Uh, and, and so that's the conversation we need to continue to push. Uh, right. 60, but then a lot of people are afraid of that because when Democrats in control, uh, they would want to be the way it is now. So these are the conversations we need to continue to have. And people that are saying that mm-hmm. this is not just about voting the top of the ticket. This is about voting the entire block, the entire list That's right. uh, to control yeah. not the Senate, the Congress, but the legislative, the representative, House representatives, local. I mean, we, we have to get out the vote and vote up and down the ballot. Exactly right. And if well, Angus got, King, uh, Angus King, okay. Angus King, who's no who's no liberal, uh, said right. today that 
uh, and he, he, on, on House Report, he said to Republicans, he said, look, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, you know, you okay. know, y'all are content to do all, you know, breaking all these rules and things. You can't expect us not to do nothing. You know, it was referring right. to adding other people to the Supreme Court. So, uh, you know, it, it ain't over. Right. right. No. No, it's not over. I agree. But we have to make sure that it's not over. We we That's can't, you know, when, right. yeah, when we have hopefully this blue wave that's coming, every single one of those people who we give our vote to, we have to hold them accountable for the policies that they promised us and for all the issues that we're t- talking about right now with the court. This baloney talking point about court packing, we've got to, first of all, just like uh, Mr. Cooper said, take control of that messaging and that narrative and and get into reality with it. And we have to make sure, because what happened after Bush v. Gore, uh, all kinds of problems with um, (laughs) the Supreme Court decision, in my opinion, uh, all kinds of problems. That, that we've seen come up over and over again with the electoral college that, that means that minority gets to rule yet again, that we get, you know, how many elections in the past 30 years have, because have the we, Democrats won't fight. Because the Democrats they won't fight. fight. That's right. They don't, yeah, they get into wild, office wild. and they complain, but yeah. they don't do anything about it. They don't fight. And let me tell you mm. about uh, Tyler, uh, okay. East Texas, that I, that I noticed. You all educate, the folks that's in attendance, and I've been there several different uh, occasions, several locations, and your leadership, like Dr. Nancy and yourself uh, and others that I've been there, and some of I, right. I didn't know. Uh, there's a couple of pastors I've met, and you educate right. the people in the room, and that's the, that's where it starts. And so we need to create debaters, and we need to be ready for mm-hmm. it. We need to be able to tell our story and articulate it. And I'm talking about from the barber shop to the beauty shop. Mm-hmm. We, hey, we have man. to educate our people. I'm just saying, and, and, I, and I saw that. And, and so, so I was attracted to your area. I was looking for the next event. Not only are you only three three hours up the road, that's nothing for me to drive. But at the same yeah, time, right. I, I felt energized, I, I felt mobilized, and I felt empowered because knowledge is power. Uh, y'all gonna make me preach yeah. again. Our people perish for <laughs> lack of knowledge, and we have to give them the knowledge in order to do the battle. Because a lot of people have the anxiety to, the want to, and the gumption to speak, but they're not uh, knowledgeable enough on the subject to feel confidence enough. In public right. to say those things, and then when you or someone comes up, they go, "Yes, what she just said, or he just said." And so we have to, on purpose, in our own little backyards, educate our people instead of just having uh, kumbaya moments. Yeah, very good, very good. Um, <laughs> were you, did you have something, Miss Rihanna? Oh no, that was just very well said. Very well said. Oh yes, okay, okay then. Well, we. Let, let me just share with you guys about this past weekend here in Tyler, Texas. I organized a motorcade. Well, let me just say a caravan. And we had about 30 vehicles. And it was amazing, amazing, amazing. And I have to share some photographs with you. The cars were decorated beautifully. We had major, major, large Biden-Harris flags on the cars. 
uh, I mean, the balloons and the, the uh, let's see, the uh, bullhorns and the clappers, and they were blowing the horns. It was outstanding. We had security. We had the media. The television stations came out and covered us. We was on, on television, uh, let's see, Saturday afternoon, Saturday night, uh, Sunday. Uh, I don't know where it ended, if it ended up today, but it was just outstanding. And then we decided, then we spent an hour going through my district, District 3, and then we ended up in District 2, and that's Councilman Broderick McGee's district. He's running for re-election. And so we ended up there, and then, well, we went through there, and then we ended up at the Heritage Building, which is the large uh, African-American block of voting. And it was out. People were lined up around. We were passing out the goodies, uh, the water, the chairs, the stools, whatever they needed. We were working as electioneers, and we need more of those electioneers. Uh, Unfortunately, today... Uh, we had a positive case in one of our uh, polling booths, so they had to shut that polling booth down. Mm-hmm. They have to find another location to set up because, we, as you know, we still have a, a, another week left uh, We all the way to Friday, so we have four more days, so they have to find. So we're encouraging the people to just please, please, please uh, wear the mask. Of course, you can't come in the inside of the polling booth without but we also are having at uh, St. Louis Baptist Church here in Tyler, Texas, where Pastor Ralph Carraway is the uh, pastor there uh, at his church. There you can get your free COVID test. The, the city is continuing to have free COVID tests at different locations each week. That location will go all the way to the 30th of October. But please, please go get tested. Uh, sometimes you, you don't have the symptoms, but you can be positive, and obviously uh, that person was positive that went into the polling booth, and, I, you know, you, you never know how, uh, how this stuff is going to spread. Just wear the mask over the nasal passage. Uh, you're covering the mouth uh, to, uh, to protect a person that's in your presence. And then you're covering your nasal passage to protect yourself from things entering into the nasal passage and going down into uh, the respiratory part of your body, your lungs, and so forth. So you have to, you just have to wear those masks properly. Uh, I don't think that they're testing uh, as far as doing um, um, thermometer checks. They're not doing that. So you got to take you got to take responsibility for yourself. Wear the mask well. Use a lot of hand sanitizer. Just do all social distances. The lines are very, very long, but the people are spreading themselves out uh, in the Heritage Building and all the areas, the hub and the places that I've been working uh, down. At, I worked at Chapel Hill. I worked in Lindale. I worked at the hub and worked at, um, at the Heritage Building. Those are the four locations that I've been at. But the one that uh, that today is neither one of those, because we have a lot of uh, areas here in Smith County because Smith County is very large. And I was sharing, and I don't know if you guys know this or not, and I want to share this with you, that we have roughly 350 to 400,000 people that come in and out of Tyler every day to work. 
They come from the small uh, suburban areas, and so a lot of people come to see us. And so, uh-huh. Miss, uh, Miss, listen, Miss, let me switch gears for just a second, but I wanted to share that uh, so that people will continue to be mindful and be as careful as possible. But Mr. Arthur says, I want to know what Colin is doing. Well, let me tell you what Colin is doing. He's growing like a wild weed, and he is talking. <laughs> <laughs> and he's That's to exactly look right. Miss like Rihanna. <laughs> he is adorable. It's amazing. What are you feeding him? <laughs> lots and lots of formula. Hey, 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 look at that mom going, hey, let me see mom, he is so lunch, lunch. He's about to have late night snack, late night snack. <laughs> late night snack, dinner, breakfast, <laughs> mid-morning <laughs> snack, <laughs> on demand yeah. yep. through the and, night. <laughs> I'm happy to. Adorable. I am happy to report that he has he has a, a little bit more than doubled his birth wow. weight. He, he was pretty oh, small when he amazing. was born, and we were really worried. But he's a little chunk now. <laughs> that didn't take very long, did it? <laughs> no, it didn't. Baby, <laughs> saw you and got over to mom, and he'll be great, right? Baby, saw you and got over it. Exactly. <laughs> back for a second back to Amy Tony Barrett you see who's swearing her in do we see yes. who's reading yes isn't that we don't interesting know. That's not I can't stand why, know why he right. requested though yeah, that's, tell me well that's the calm down the people of color the black people Claire Thomas swear in. right there you go yes <laughs> Wait a minute, I was just joking. Yeah. Hey, 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 hold yeah. Hold on, hold on. Yes, he is. Right, uh, right. No, you he really you is. See it, he Cooper. really did. No. You, no. Uh, you, you saw it. Because pass the mic. Did you? Yeah, I'm looking uh, at it right uh, now. Uh, That's by design. Uh, well, look here. Let me just say this. Let me just say this. Go Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas is a. It's a living proof, and, 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 and I'm being serious here, that that there are black white people, just like there are white <laughs> <laughs> black people. Can't find many of them. You know? What are you gonna do with him, Pastor Cooper? <laughs> I don't know. I just decided to make him my friend. Yeah, bro. I decided to make him my friend because I don't want him as an enemy. Yeah. You better believe that. <laughs> Absolutely. He's got to be our friend. Absolutely. 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 Well, I'm excited about the state of Texas because we have some bright uh, yeah. stars out here. And, and, and yeah. I mean, they're aggressive. And, and I don't know what it is, but I've attracted a lot of them in El Paso, San Antonio, Austin, Tarrant County, Dallas County, Jefferson County, Tyler County. I mean, and, and it seems like it's the most aggressive folks. In, and I find myself Absolutely. eating with them and people pointing at me as they walk by, going like, I didn't pick them. They kind of were, were attracted to me, you know. <laughs> but I'm exactly. excited. Oh, so boy. Well, let's talk a little bit about money. Now, yeah. I, I get, and all of you guys already know this, we get, and you get them too, I get a grip of emails every single day. I get a grip of text messages every single day. I get a uh, 
a grip of phone calls every single day asking me for money. I probably have, I probably have about seven or eight amounts of money coming out of my checking account going to somebody. I'm a, I'm a Jamie Harris fan because as Miss Rihanna knows, Jamie mm-hmm. Harrison came down and he campaigned with us and he spent time in helping me and pushing my campaign. So Miss mm-hmm. Miss Yolanda, who is on with us tonight, sent me an article. I just saw her article. And uh, because, as you know, my life is nonstop. So it's talking about the amount of money that the person has raised that's running against Louis Gomerich. And then they said, but Shirley McKellar only raised this amount of money. Because guess what Shirley McKellar did? And anybody knows this. Uh, I'm I'm for I'm for public funding of campaigns because mm-hmm. I, when I used to campaign, yes. I said mm-hmm. I don't want to buy an election. I want to win it. And That's so right. In my in my studies of um, political science, when I was getting my degrees there, um, I learned that in Europe they give you X amount of dollars, say $250,000 to every candidate. And you spend that money how you see that you want to run your campaign, but you don't get to go and ask people because they want to give you an equal playing field is -hmm. the purpose and the reason for that. And so, but what Shirley McKellar did is everybody in (laughs) the 16 counties knows exactly who she is because I was out there talking to Mm -hmm. them, visiting with them, having their events, attending their events. And so they voted for me because they know who I was, not so Mm -hmm. much as how much money I raised. Because what what people, it's so amazing in this country, our viability is centered around how much money we can raise. But Mm -hmm. just like people say, one person I know that says signs don't vote, signs can't (laughs) vote, but signs, but it's very important to have a sign out there because for those people that may not have attended any events or you may not have had any events to amount to anything, but if they see your sign, that that tells you who the, who you are and what you're running for. But money can I doesn't add? Vote either, oh, right? I'm sorry. Money doesn't vote. No, no. Go ahead, Mr. Right. Jump right in. I have to Everybody add. Everybody, jump right I, in. I, I must add, Dr. McKellar <laughs> had me instructed me to say no. <laughs> to a lot of money that was coming yeah. her way to her campaign. I have I, I shudder to think of all the money she personally said no to. But when I started checking the emails and responding to people, I was instructed to say no to all kinds of special interests with all kinds of money. So there that question go. is always so funny to me when people say, Well how come how come Dr. McKellar only raised this much? And Louis Gohmert right. has this much. Well, look at where Louis Gohmert's money comes from, and that's who yes. he works for. Look at where Dr. McKellar's money comes from and the average donation. That's who she works right. for. Exactly. And all my, I remember my parents used to say, all money is not good money. Do you gentlemen remember that? That's right. Super, uh, yes. Ms. Arthur and yes. Ms. Rihanna. Yes. Yeah. But I'm, so I, I, I'm, right. I cannot be bought. I'm not going to be bought by these special interest people that will put – Kazillions of dollars in your coffers yes. and expect you to do whatever it is that they want you to do. No, I'm That's there right. to work for the people, so I can't be bought because you don't have you don't own all the money in the world. So therefore, I can't be bought. 
I can't be bought anyway. Mm-hmm. So that's not that's not me. So uh, so I thought that was a very interesting article. Uh, and and once again, we need to shrink influence of money in politics. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Would you? Hey, agree hey, with let me start that one out. Sure. Hey, hey, sure. Let me start, start that out. one off. Start it off. Okay, okay. Cause see today I was on Robert Ash again, and uh, we were talking about the school bond stuff up here in Dallas. But while I was waiting on them to come on, a commercial came on from John Cornyn, uh, touting right. Royce West, talking about he ain't gonna vote for MJ Hager because because she because she ain't good for black folks. Now, wow, uh, what Cornyn? Look here, look here. The Cornyn charged up Royce West when Royce was running. Said all kinds of stuff. About right. He didn't do nothing. And then That's now, he's using. And so, you know, the, the, what we're talking about is, is money and all that kind of stuff. So I just want to start it off with right. that. Well, very, you know, what's very that good. So, that's so right. let's rephrase, because I didn't think that that's what I thought he said, that he was not going to vote for her. But I didn't know that he said he wasn't going to vote for her because she had not done anything for black no, people. No, no, no. Okay, no, 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 no. I said that's what Cornyn has in his commercial. I, Exactly. So my point is I don't is know. That Eddie, 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 full disclosure. Full disclosure. I don't know what Roy said, and I don't know even why he even said it. But he anything, did say right. something. But, but he, but he well, did say something Texas because, like, because I yeah, Miss Brianna, can you go? Can you go get that Texas Tribune article? Uh, he said he was not going to vote for her, uh, support her, I'll because I guess because okay, if you can call, if you can pull that up. And uh, and see if you can see the Texas Tribune, Royce West's article regarding uh, M.J. Haggard. But okay. we need to get money out of politics, and Absolutely. because I mean millions and millions and millions of dollars. I mean, <laughs> listen, we need to put that. We need to get people off the streets. We need to get these homeless people off the streets. We need to build homes. We need to send some money to these people who are starving, who are losing their houses and not able to pay their bills. We need to get that stimulus money moving and get it down here, get it across the nation. Go ahead. Adam said, what are we going to need? We're going to need a new new group of politicians. I'm not a politician myself, but I'm going to work. That's it. We need a we need a new group of politicians go in and change the game. We don't we don't need mm-hmm. folks going in and learning what to do. I don't want nobody going to learn what to do. If you're going to learn what to do, I don't want you. And yeah, you, you, need, you, need, you need in other words, you need to know what to do when you get there. Is what you're saying? Yeah, you need to be you need to be knowing what you're going to do when you get there. That's and before exactly you get there, correct. You know what you're going to do. You know all these folks going just to learn the game. And then they so happy they passed their first bill. They they, they just so happy, and, but it wasn't about nothing, you know. And, and we got right. in the meantime, got Royce West doing you know doing stuff like uh, pass up a, 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 a camera, a police camera bill, and then and then put in there that they can turn it off when they get ready. Well, what kind? You know, right. come on now, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's that. Yeah. You have the article, Miss Rihanna. Did you find it? Okay. Here's what I found about it. Cornyn's campaign, um, let's see, put out uh, put out an ad that 
quoted Hager's primary runoff opponent, Royce West, saying Friday that he will not vote for her, claiming she has a problem with black voters. The Dallas state senator then rebuked Cornyn's meddling, saying in a statement that the incumbent has actually done nothing for black people in the U.S. Senate. The statement did not mention Hager, but West said he is voting for Democrats on his ballot from the White House to the courthouse. So John Cornyn's ad was, of course, misleading, and it looks like, according to what this is, that West was talking about Cornyn, not Hager. Ah, really? That's, Read back that's to us what one more is. time. Well, yeah, I, I could be wrong, but that's how I took it. Okay. Um, You're reading it. See, I thought, the, I thought the question that they asked was in regards to Hagar, but go ahead. Read, read okay. again, yeah. It's. It says, um, clearly John Cornyn and his super PAC friends are absolutely terrified of the grassroots momentum MJ Hager has built across Texas. Um, And then it says, Cornyn knows he can't run on his real record, so now he has to resort to spreading lies and misinformation about Mm -hmm. the decorated combat veteran and working mom. So that was the statement from Hager's campaign. And then it goes on to say, Cornyn's campaign is also piling on with a new set of ads for digital TV and radio that that purport to quote Hager's primary runoff opponent, Royce West, saying Friday that he will not vote for her and claiming that she has a problem with black voters. The Dallas state senator rebuked Cornyn's meddling, saying in a <laughs> statement that, that the incumbent has, quote, done nothing in the U.S. Senate, and the statement did not mention Hager, but West said uh-huh. that, in fact, he is voting for Democrats on his ballot from the White House to the courthouse. And he urges uh, his fellow me... Democrats to not so let John right. Cornyn's antics and new television ad shift our focus from voting for Democrats from the top of the ballot to the bottom. We must turn Texas blue, West said. See, let me say this. See, a uh, situation like this happen in your political life when when your political life doesn't have dear or beloved in front of it. <laughs> but I didn't. But, but I didn't. I didn't believe that he would commit political suicide like that. Right. right. I, but, but I think he's a smart politician. This is what we're doing now. <laughs> yeah, you ever see before folks? here, but for folks to even think that it might be true, that. <laughs> Right. They go to his. They go to his character. Right, but that's all. That's what Repub. That's that's the whole game now. It, it exactly. Just get it out there. Get it out there, and then if right. you're proven Whether wrong later, you not. can quietly say, "Oh, I was wrong." Or nowadays, you don't even say, "Oh, I was wrong." Just get it out there that one time, and it I doesn't can... matter when it's fact checked because people have already heard it, and the people who are, would have a tendency to believe it are. are it's just further solidified in their mind. But irregardless, I, mean, I should be able to say. It's just rampant. But, but Rihanna, irregardless, I should be able to say, Royce didn't say that. He don't even talk exactly. like that. And that's what I exactly. should be able to say. Right. And, and okay. Royce But we had the fact check that. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I can't say that. Right. Hmm. Now, I ain't saying he, ain't saying well, he did it. I'm glad to say, I'm, I'm, look here, I'm glad he's pushing back a little bit on it. But the bottom line of it is, that's what that's what these politicians because they because they, it's that scientific. They can do that to you just right. by them knowing your biorhythm. 
Well, remember mm. when Cornyn, Cornyn called him lazy, and his response yeah. to that was, was not nearly what all of our response to it was on this line. Well, I ain't I mean, lazy. Well, he said, well, I think as I, you didn't think I was lazy when you were asking me to help you do yeah. this, this, and that. That's, that's uh-huh, yeah, right. right? Yeah, I, yeah, I ain't lazy. <laughs> <laughs> that that that's our friend, right, Pastor Cooper? <laughs> you, you can keep, you can keep your lines open and join us, Pastor Cooper. I don't know why the phone call just dropped it in the middle, but uh, I think you start off talking about uh, money and politics, and I'm one of those that yeah. believe that we uh, should get big money out of politics. Uh, and, yeah, and, you know, yeah. I, I, I don't have a problem. Now. I'm trying to wait for this race to be over so I don't influence folks one way or the other. But I have issues with right. big money that, that steps in and, 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 and taps one on the shoulder in a primary. I have issues with that. I have issues yeah. with other things. But like I say, I'm going to wait to the day after this is over. And right. I'm going to discuss right. it. But absolutely, I'm in agreement, concurrence with you. That big money needs to get out of politics, and we need to have all That's be allocated right. if if they deem us to run for any office, uh, depending on that size of office, two hundred fifty thousand, hundred thousand, fifty thousand, whatever it is. Even if it's local politics, right. there should be a limit, I, I and agree. there should be yes. checks and balances. That's all. Well, yeah. so and by the way, Amy Coney Barrett Go. takes us back. Amy Coney Barrett's confirmation to the Supreme Court sets right. us back right. in that regard because Citizens I, United. Is what opened the gates, uh, the floodgates of hell when it comes to this dark money and and foreign money and huge money in politics. John McCain ran on campaign finance reform. That was not a hundred yes, years he ago. Did. There you go. <laughs> that was a few there you go. years ago. Mm-hmm. And there now, spe- uh, money is speech, and corporations are people. And Citizens United must be overturned, and Andy mm-hmm. Coney Barrett exactly. just solidifies the direction of absolutely never looking back and going forward with horrible decisions like Citizens United. The money changes absolutely. in the temple. In the temple. Yeah. I talked about that tonight. I've got a sermon called It's Time to Turn Over the Tables. <laughs> time to turn over the tables. But let's be clear on that. I'm glad you guys brought that out. Here we, here we go. Is this is our six one two listening? But let me let me just tell you this. He, he actually has they, been. They, they disre- <laughs> the disrespect because remember, and I'm so glad that grace and truth came about, and we don't have to live in that old dispensation. Because remember, they had to bring the the cows and the bulls and whatever they brought. Well, the doves, the good animals. They had to bring them to the temple to sacrifice for the gift forgiveness of their sins. So they had to buy those there but what was happening is that they were bringing those animals that were not good right pastor they were no yeah, good and so that's right. why yes they so that's why they turned over the tables that the dishonesty the greed uh they were giving right. them uh infest infested animals and animals that were not uh, a great sacrifice that the good lord expects us to bring the, our very best to him right and so they were not Amen. bringing the very best. They were bringing trash. And so that's why the tables actually was turned over. So the tables need to be turned over because we, are, we got trash in our lives in this country. 
Yes. That's why I can't go away, sis. Keep preaching. That's it. <laughs> now, <laughs> don't, leave, don't leave me now. I need you to bail me out when I don't can't remember some of the scriptures or whatever. But, no, you but, got but it. You, you, you're on it. Yeah, made my house a prayer at the end of seeds, and right now we got a lot of seeds. <laughs> very good, very good. <laughs> Absolutely. So then, yeah. what about? Yeah. Oh, thank you. My daughter just brought me food. Oh, that looks delicious. Okay. Oh, outstanding. Thank you, um, because she knows her mother's been working all day long today. But wow. let me ask this question: Does money really buy elections? What are your thoughts? Go ahead. I want to hear from you. Does money really buy elections while I take a bite? <laughs> well, we, well, we definitely know it has bought elections. Uh, and with Christian mm-hmm. United, it, it went on, it's on steroids. Mm-hmm. So, like, so our thing now is going to have to be uh, try to figure out a way where we can, we can still pick who we want to represent us. I'm glad to see all these people trading in elections because that's the, 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 they give me hope. But that's what we're gonna do. We gotta pick our own leaders, and, and 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 you know we know we can do small money donations now and keep it going. So, you know we need yeah. to mm-hmm. keep working with these uh, nonprofits that's doing this type of work to get uh, common people to be able to run, and that's what we're gonna have to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. A- a- absolutely, Mr. absolutely. And as a matter of fact, uh, I I have a new friend now, and uh, and, and I'm gonna say give you part of the story. His name is Mike Collier. And he and I yeah. ran an incredible race together. Uh, and I say together because yeah. we were never each other opponents. We ran against Dan Patrick. And so we just cool. ended up in the there same race. And it's only the two of us, absolutely. And we became uh, dear friends. He checks on me, I mm-hmm. check on him. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and he won that race. He had yeah. more money in the bank. I had no money in the bank. And he was running. I didn't know it. I didn't know of a Mike Collier. When I, I was upset with the uh, words of Dan Patrick. He was talking about bathrooms. I was talking about classrooms. Uh, yeah. You know, I was talking about education. He's worried about who who can use the restroom and not use the restroom. I mean, it was the silliest things I ever heard of. So I said, I want to do something about it. Well, I, I started running a campaign, and they introduced me to a guy that's been planning that for two years, and I come along, and he didn't get upset. He just said, it's your time to speak, okay? And I said, it's my time to speak. And, and we became friends, and we parted, and he won that race. He had more money. But at the same time, I, I, I built a relationship with the state of Texas and the people in the state of Texas, a grassroots campaign, where he ended up with uh, 51.8% of the vote. I think I had 49.2% of the vote. And we were excited about the turnout, and then he went on to get, I think, about 3.4 million votes and almost beat uh, 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 Dan. So mm-hmm. th- that's, this is what we need to do as a party, as a collective uh, uh, governing body, and and like Arthur, my friend Arthur uh, Fleming said, we need to find our leaders and and get behind them and and do the grassroots things. But we need to pick one and decide this is where we're going. Watch this. I, I may run for a state race uh, uh, in the state of Texas, but I will not run in as a lieutenant governor until Mike Collier decides he's done. So w- we've decided. I think as a, as a body, a, a, a state, we we pick one, we selected one, so we get behind him. And, and and so and we can get behind a she or he or whatever, but we need to get organized and unified. That is that is so mature, mm-hmm. uh, Pastor Mike. I'm telling you, that's what I'm talking about. That we have to sit down at the table and say, okay, which which one's going to go now? Which one's the youngest? You know, and right. later on down the line, I'll run when you're Absolutely. finished or whatever the case may yeah. be. 
that's that's pretty mm. mature because you're not going to find too mm-hmm. many people that's going to do that. So I, I could, that's that moral authority that's in charge right there. Mm-hmm. I, I am hearing that. Uh, Mr. Arthur, did you have something? Did we lose Mr. Arthur? No, he's still on. Can you hear me Yes, sir. And I put, you know, that's a job for the Coalition Black Democrats. Coalition Black Democrats, and, and me and Mike had a conversation today. Uh, yeah. Basically, okay, you know, like my question to them is, and I'm going to get asked with the one here in Dallas, but my question to them is going to be, what do we get? Are we just a, a, a fundraising mechanism for the Texas Democratic Party, or are we putting forth our own agenda in this process? And right now, you know, again, it's just kind of scattered. I think what we need to be doing is, again, like you know, like Mike was talking about it, and like what we talked about today, uh, we need to be picking who we want to run for these different positions. We got governor coming up, senator coming up. We got the future nation coming up. We should be uh, preparing for those, like, right now. And, like, again, exactly. you know, it's a great opportunity. It's a great opportunity to educate people right now. A lot of people more educated about voting than they ever been. So uh, the the, th- the main thing is going to be to keep them engaged. So we can keep them engaged. Uh, you know, I think we can, uh, you know, hey, I think we transform Texas. We'll, we'll transform America, actually. Yeah, absolutely. It, isn't it, guys, isn't it not amazing What's going on in Texas? <laughs> what, well, we've been working a long time. That's all I got to say. Yeah. <laughs> what are we up to? Seven million mm-hmm. votes? It didn't just happen, Eddie, here. It didn't just How happen many? overnight. I think it's uh, almost 7 million, I think, is the last number I heard this afternoon. Wow. Yeah. That's After, crazy. Yeah. That's a, isn't it? After two and weeks Senator, of early Senator votes. Harris is there. Uh, Vice President Biden she, is in Georgia. So these states are in play, and, you know, it's, in my opinion, and I think the data supports this, it's not just, uh, you know, angry suburban women. It's, of course, black voters, <laughs> um, a, lot of, a lot of black women organizing, but black men, too. A lot of, of African-American voters in both of those states are, you know, <laughs> As as usual, a force to be reckoned with, but you know, I just hey, think it's incredible. Hey Shirley, it is hey, incredible. Shirley, you notice how that that black male issue done popped up. Yeah, I do. I noticed that. Well, well, let me ask you this, Miss Arthur: Did you go to the Soul Stroll to the Polls event put on by? The sororities, aka, and all of those at the uh, American Airlines uh, American Airlines Center, where Mark Cuban set up the American Airlines building for a polling booth, and the AKAs oh, cool. put on an amazing event there on Saturday. You know how massive wow. that place is. Hey, yeah. Hey, it, 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 the Divine Nine is doing a great job, and I, and I say yeah. I appreciate all that. Yeah. And I did stroll, but I, I strolled to the polls myself. So, you know, I, yeah. I have strolled. Yeah, in Southeast Texas also, you know, I'm the president of NAACP, and we partnered with the one in Port Arthur, and they had a, a parade, as you all did, uh, Dr. McKellar, 
Saturday, I think they had about 7 to 80 cars. We had 100 cars in Beaumont. And uh, so we, we had some strolls. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was incredible. And we, we went in and out of every polling booth, including uh, the other yeah. side of town. The side of town we were there not encouraged go. to go to. There you go. Absolutely. And we, we, yes. we got, we got um, when we were going out south, we got uh, someone that had a difficulty with one of their fingers that's in the middle of their hand, uh, a couple of shows. Yeah, we rushed it He was at our parade. <laughs> yeah. but, that was, but, that, but that motivated us to go even further, you know? Mm-hmm. And we're going to do it again. We're going to do it again. Let me ask you guys this. Did you have security? We, we had a biker's club. We had a biker's okay. club that, that, that participated and didn't charge us because otherwise we would have to pay for it. And uh, we okay. were excited about it, and we, we thought we would get some feedback and some flack. But I, I've built a relationship with the chief of police here for the past 30 years, even before I knew I was going to end up at this level. But uh, and guess what they did? Their SUVs, when they saw that we were having a struggle with a, uh, like a large intersection, they helped block the, uh, the cars. That is outstanding. Awesome. The, the, the SUVs, the police, the local police, uh, law enforcement. So that's why I tell people all the time. That's why I don't use words like defund. I use words Very like come right. alongside and support and increase and push for for more because it kind of costs more money to bring in uh, social workers and psychologists there and, and you build go. education there you centers. Go. So so th- that's what we built. We built a coalition, and like I said, in the last radio show, we go to the sundown towns and call them the sunset towns now. And let them know that we're mm-hmm. here to work with you, not against you. Awesome. That's beautiful. Outstanding. And see, that's your area of expertise, so you know what's needed there. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. absolutely. absolutely. So, so, ahead, so money money does buy elections, and it has. It, we've seen that it has bought elections. But the other thing that wins elections are exactly what we're talking about, building coalitions, building real relationships. Uh, putting your record out there, putting your policies out there and getting to know the communities that you're asking for your vote, and then people mobilizing and getting involved and actually getting to the polls. I mean, we're going to find out. We we saw what um, buying an election and cheating and playing dirty to get to steal an election, we saw that last time. We're about to see what happens on the other end of that when your average donation at the top of the ticket is $44, uh, when grassroots organizations all over the country, and in particular in the south, in the southern states, are just fed up and mobilizing and registering record numbers of voters and getting record numbers of people to the polls early. So we're about to see the difference between a bought and paid for election uh, where you get foreign help and dark money and NRA and, and corruption and, you know, all that stuff buys an election, and this. This is going to be the polar opposite of that. And, Rihanna, uh, and, and Rihanna, like what you're talking about about the, the, about the voting, uh, about arresting folks to vote to get a vote. <clears throat> Again, the South has been underdeveloped by the Democratic Party. Democratic yes, Party absolutely. is the one that consciously underdeveloped the South. They yep. just gave it to they, yep. they just you know, you're kinda of like the North gave us to you know, kinda of like North gave us to the South after the Civil War. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, so that kind of relationship thing, they just gave us away. Even yep. though the majority of us was down there just didn't you know, didn't develop our vote. And so, you know, uh you know, with social media and the, the way it is now, folks have been able to do it other ways and develop our vote, you know, uh 
you know, within ourselves. So, like I say, like hands off to the, uh, I mean, I mean, you hands off to the folks that's down there doing their work. Uh, yeah. And I, and I want to give them the credit because it wasn't a democratic, it ain't Democratic Party, y'all. They doing that to right. themselves. Right. Same thing that's here in right. Texas. Excellent point. Well, you're talking about buying, buying the uh, votes. What do y'all think about the Electoral College? I mean, that's something we talk about all the time. Uh, but yet it, it continues. I mean, how, how do we attack that? How do we uh, deal with that elephant? Oh, wow. That's a good question. <laughs> that, that's a that's a pretty – that's like the, the neck bone of the structural that, – uh, That's the skeletal you know, racism talk- of of the the structure of this country that's like a a, a pretty big vital <laughs> bone that well, we we're not, crack. The you, you know we talk about intelligence. This. The people are not intelligent enough to to elect their own president. So we're gonna put in a safety net. We're gonna we're gonna control the narrative again. Here we go. Right. And, and but it's not gonna they're... protect us from tyranny. It's just gonna protect us from. <laughs> Some regular folk. Crazy white supremacists. The the founding fathers, the founding fathers, you know, for all their uh, quest for freedom, uh, mm-hmm. they did put this. <laughs> they did put this aristocracy uh, piece into the constitution. Yeah, so exactly. even though they even though they didn't want to do it, even though they were against it. They evidently had some reference for it because they put it in there. Yeah, it was their safety net, their idea of a safety net. It was their safety right. net. Their, you know, so yeah. that's what that is. Yeah. So but they knew that as the country it. grew, that they would not be able to control, so they were willing to pull. Uh, and there's still that, that thought that they can pull the country into a certain direction. And mm-hmm. uh, well, they, that's what the Republican Party is trying to do. Yeah. Well, no, they, 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 no, they can release power to the minority. They can release yeah. power to the minority in a like a gradual manner. Uh, I think it was mm-hmm. I think it was Robert Kennedy uh, said uh, 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 he, he said if black folks, you know, he said black folks have a president in the next forty years if they if they good and if they act right. And it just so happened two thousand eight was forty years <laughs> when he said that. So I'm just saying mm-hmm. that. That's that a system. Yeah, that's a system uh, where they can release where the you know where that aristocracy power can they can they they can release it little at a time. In other words, not gonna just jump out at them. So that's so that's right. like a safety valve, like you said. Right. Hmm. Well, I just think we we it, have to do away with it. <laughs> we do. In recent years, people have concluded that they're ready for that change and they're ready to get rid of that electoral college. So how do we do right. that? <laughs> well, how many elections do Democrats want to be stolen from them? <laughs> how many right. how many elections? Well, I mean, right now well, we have a Senate that the majority of voters in 2018 voted for uh, Democratic representation in Congress. It's, it's, what, but what did we get in the Senate? We did not get... We we didn't get that. I mean, they've gerrymandered things so much and relied on the electoral college. You know, I mean, Trump's well, the, entire strategy was this electoral college win. He didn't, you know, he, he brags that he won the popular vote, which is just delusional. Uh, but he knew that the path it, he could follow this little narrow path and get a technical win, and that's just not the same. 
and it leads to minority rule. True. Well, first you got to identify. But look at first you got to identify uh, who this, you know, who's benefiting from that. Then you got to identify who that right. is first. Well, you need to begin right. to talk about what to do because because ain't about voting. If it's about voting, they'd have been gone. So it ain't yeah. about voting. It's yeah. about find to find. Okay, now who is that? Who's benefiting from that? We knew who benefited back in them days. Okay, who's benefiting from it now? And then start yeah. there. And then you say, okay, now how do we undo it from there? But you, first you got to identify, uh, you know, who's who's the benefit. And, then, and I think we know who that is for right. the most part. Well, again, we, we have to control, again, like I say, and I compliment uh, East Texas again for, for educating the, the, their people. And the new leadership is coming up, and that's what I'm trying to do with, uh, as my involvement with this controllable pack is educating. I believe that the young folks that's coming up now, they, they're so stubborn and, and, and so pig-headed, they're not taking no for an answer, and they're getting things changed that we've been trying to talk about and do for, for years, like the <laughs> Confederate statues that are coming down across the, the, the nation now. You know, and, and that's been talked for years and years. So if they knew, I, I believe that if you get that body, I mean, these are the, the grandkids of the baby boomers, these 33 right. on down to my mm-hmm. 15-year-old daughter. I, I can't even deal with her. I mean, she's bringing up more information. <laughs> she has more time to, yeah. to Google and search. And, and she's got me yeah. looking for different things all the time, you know. And, and so I had to go come back and tell her. I said, well, did you know that the people that finance your daddy's house own slaves? She said, Dad, what do you mean? I said, Chase Bank owns slaves. She said, well, what? Yeah. I said, we were property. We were traded about just like horses. Yeah. And in cars yeah. and automobiles, there were title, and we were issued as property. And she started mm-hmm. crying. She had no clue. Mm-hmm. So we have to educate our babies because she's changing her whole, whole desire of wanting to do other things. She wants to save animals. Now she wants to save a, a, a nation of people. You know, so I, I, I didn't realize that I wasn't doing my job. <laughs> so I must take blame well, for that. Hey, hey Mike, well, you we're passing test Cooper. Go ahead, uh, Mike. Mr. I, I, I was say yeah. the, the one emphasis, the one emphasis for, for, for NWC Black president for getting the uh, African American studies going was because of just that fact. The indoctrination right. process that go on with our kids in public schools and and and, and it's also miseducating white folks, it's educating them in superiority, black folks in superiority, and then so when, yeah, and so when they get out of school, they have these ideals. And then they run to this wall, and then right. you know trouble start. Trouble start then because they don't know why it's happening. And it's, and, and, right. and, and us as and us as grown folks, if we're not telling them, y'all, hey y'all, that's our fault too. They ain't just they. Well, I, I just absolutely that, that's our fault. And and, and there, there's power in numbers, and there are a lot of them. And when they decide to move, they're making changes and and don't understand. Uh, no, they just don't understand it because I know my kids were hard here. <laughs> And, 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 quickly, and, and, and I'm going to tell you, I, if I can jump in there in this conversation, mm-hmm. because I'm going to tell you what really, in my opinion, this is all my opinion, what really got our young folks where they are right now in mm-hmm. the streets was standing on the neck of George Floyd. Absolutely. That right. and is what really, in my yeah. opinion, that's what really woke yeah. up. I mean, well, it woke up the world because we all observed how many minutes and how many seconds, you know, and these young folks have never seen anything like that. They've never right. seen 
anybody hung from a tree. We right. haven't seen that, but we know it existed because we we were trained and taught. We learned that in our history years ago, right? We we mm-hmm. learned and studied slavery in all of our our classes and our black history and all of that. And then when they found out, now they got involved, really involved in the political process. Then they understand what people have meant. They didn't quite know exactly, but people would say their vote doesn't count. Now they know that it's in regards to the presidential uh, campaign, and then they know now that the Electoral College uh, is the one who selects. And I say this all, all the time, and Ms. I can tell you, when I was campaigning out there, I said that the, the President of the United States is not elected. They are selected by the Electoral yeah. College. And that makes exactly. it wrong. And 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 so and then then they now they're learning how uh, the electoral college came about uh, from Alexander Hamilton and, and and their studies. They may not have even studied the Federalist Papers, right? Number sixty-eight Federalist Papers that we studied right. in uh, in our government classes when we were younger in school, and then in our political science uh, programs, the, the large. Uh, States and the small states when they were having that constitutional convention back in in uh, in Philadelphia back in the day and and so okay. now they're understanding what that means right when we say their vote doesn't count they now understand how important votes are and how votes do count and hey, everything you said that go ahead okay. yes sir everything you said is true but but mm-hmm. the precursor to that was a lot of folks got killed since Trayvon, I mean, that, that got notoriety since Trayvon Martin mm-hmm. to now. A lot of folks. There you go. There you go. And that was the last straw. You remember I told you about back when I was in the military, I was about 22, and I was in the right. barracks one day, and I woke up, and I said, damn, I'm black. I mean, I knew I was black already. <laughs> I right, right, knew right. I was black. But, you, <laughs> you know, know but, uh, but the Somebody else made you real aware of it, huh? Yeah, yeah, but the consequences of being black was what had hit me. And so mm. Donald Trump, the only thing I can thank him for is that he has educated generations of my people to yeah. what I was talking about. Because now I don't yeah. have to walk up and meander into a conversation. I can just go straight up and just ask them stuff now. Before I, before they would have been, oh, it ain't like that and all this kind of stuff. That's where they were. Right. But he, oh, but he did a lot to, to remove all of that. So. Uh, again, mm-hmm. so so basically, what you have now is a lot of young black folks woke up black. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's Clarence Thomas uh, swearing in uh, Barrett. Exactly. Well, yeah. he woke up. Uh, well, he woke up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, since you were talking about you, you, you just discovered you were black. I thought I'd let you know about another guy who didn't know that he was black. I, I was just trying to keep the conversation along the same line. I got it. <laughs> maybe, maybe he still doesn't know. I, I, I don't get it. But yeah. and well, it's funny. Dr. Some of us don't never wake up. Hey, some of us don't. Some of us don't never wake up. Evidently. Well, I, I woke up because. Dr. McKellar was trying to tell our 612 caller last time about, you know, and he's new to this country. I understand it. And, and, I, and if you listen tonight, I hope you understand. I love my country, but there's some things I want to make better. My son, he loves me, but he called me the other day and he said, Dad, there's some things that you were just wrong. You shouldn't have done that. I said, well, you survived. You'll be all right. You know, 
So, so you can make it better <laughs> for the next generation. That's right. So, so yeah. That's right. But uh, at the same time, in the neighborhood I live now, and this is what Dr. McKellar is trying to say, is that none of us are beggars. David, King David said this. He said, I was once young and now I'm old. He says, one thing I've never seen, the righteous forsaken are seeds begging bread. So I've never been for Come on, bread. come on. And, 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 and so yeah. I, I've been served a lot all my life. So I've been blessed. But I still have yeah. to be careful how I dress when I paint my own fence in my own yard. Mm-hmm. I had one okay. neighbor stop me. She said, boy, you dress up pretty nice to say you paint the fence. I said, uh-huh, I'm glad you recognized it. Because I have to carry myself a certain kind of way because otherwise they'll stop and ask me how much I charge to do their fence. Uh, you better leave that alone with somebody else. <laughs> you know. So every night okay. we, 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 we are, you know, I love hearing these doctors when they have the, the, the robe on, the white robe, and, and walking around, you know, the, the, the uh, 18-story hospital, and they have all the respect, but then they go home and go out to the driveway and pick up their own newspaper, and somebody say, oh, hey, throw mine on on the uh, porch, boy, you know, because they think it's a paper boy. You know, I'm serious. That only uh, no, no, no. In why, why are you in this neighborhood? Why are you here? It might. Hey, why are it you might. in this neighborhood? Yeah. yeah. It might. Right. Hey, it might. Real quick. Hey, real quick. I was at a convention. <laughs> Went to end up at a convention in Chicago, and then this yeah. guy got off the plane. You know, was waiting on the, uh, you know, the taxi was sitting there, and so you know, and, you know, and both of us, you know, I was just casual. You know, he he, he has had a town or whatever, and so this white lady man ended up to us and asked him if he would, uh, you know, you know, grab a bag. Oh boy, was oh, yeah. I was, you know, so I'm just saying yes, I, yeah, I'm fitting me on that one. I'm going, uh, man. We all had those moments, man. Well, we're, yeah, well, the we're moments like that. Yeah, we yeah. Those moments. We have those moments. <laughs> Can you get my bag? He should have. He should have said, "I was thinking about asking you to grab my bag." Oh yeah. And he went and off on. Those on now, he went off, oh, now he went off on. Now, now he went off on what he did. He went off. He was oh, very, no. uh, he was very he was upset. Now he's very upset. Now he's very upset about that. His OG. His OG. His OG. Yeah, he's upset about that. We yeah. have to move past and that he should have make been. a change. Yeah, we have mm-hmm. to move past yeah. that. Yeah, so. Hey. But it's also okay, Yeah, we still train our boys and our girls on, on, on how to present themselves in public and, and how to handle yeah, them. Train them. Kansas. Yeah, we have to train them. We have to continue. I, I, I talk to him every day, and I remind him. Uh, he tell me he went to this place and that place. Okay. I said, well, how did you mind yourself? I, to this day, he's 27 years of age. You know, he's my only son. You know, he's my yeah, only son. I'm proud of him. I'm yeah. proud of him, though, man. I'm proud of him. I'm proud of where they're wow. stepping up. Uh, I'm proud of, uh, uh, you know, their consciousness. I'm, I'm I'm proud to see that they picking up the mantle because that's what has yeah. to be done. This is that moment. That's right. This is that that's moment. Right. Yeah, We're in that moment. We're, this yeah. is it, child. You, you, we talked about the same thing, okay? This yeah. is it. Here we are. So, you know, what you going to do? That's where we at. What you going through? Exactly. Right. Exactly. I, I love this. I love this conversation. Oh, I love it. I'm enjoying this conversation. I'm enjoying my dinner. <laughs> I have to mute out so I can. <laughs> You're on a little beautiful. vacation over there. <laughs> I, I tell you, it's good to have your kids around so they take care of their parents, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Well, I, I love that conversation, too. I, I just wanted to point out that just before those last comments that were made, 
you know, the, this segment of the conversation started out with, I believe I heard uh, Mr. Cooper saying, you know, we've, uh, we've got to do better um, educating our kids. And I'd say the last, the, that last part of that conversation that we just heard, that ought to be a little bit of a moment where um, you pat yourselves on the back because somebody's been educating this generation pretty darn well, if you ask me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know. Very good, Ms. Brianna. I, I just, I, I, every single Monday I'm on the line, this line with these people who I admire so very much. And so I hear these little things and I think, well, that's you. <laughs> Give yourself that credit. You guys are leaders, and you're you're the reason that young people are so awesome. So I just I'm glad that you Great. said it yourself <laughs> tonight. Beautiful. Whether you knew you Beautiful. said it or not. <laughs> yeah, we, we 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 didn't know it. The only thing I know is Arthur stays on me, and I I, I, I stay on my children, and then I go to Lamar University, <laughs> the local university here, and yeah, speak with those yeah. kids. Yeah, that's and spend time with them. Uh, absolutely, right. and and you know what I talk about? Economics. I, I talk oh, about being a great steward. Oh, absolutely! You have to be. Yeah. yeah, of your money. I say, and then they get these credit cards, and they don't realize. I say, each and every that's one it. of you, you may not have a parent that can co-sign for you, or your parents' credit score is not up to par. But right. you don't realize right. that you are a walking, talking piece of credit. They said, what are you talking about? They didn't have a clue. No one told them. So I had 150 uh, youth, and there were some folks that worked in the auditorium, and they stopped and started listening because no one told them the secret. Wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> That's why, I let me tell you, I say this all the time. There was, um, in our Democratic club here in Smith County, uh, some of the uh, persons who have been out there on that battlefield for quite some time, and some are still young and in their 60s and 50s. And so they said, let's just turn everything over because let me back up. They observed how the young folks that we were talking about, how they just stepped up and took over and start protesting peacefully uh, after the George Floyd. And so they said, um, they said, let's just give all of the, uh, give them the office. Let's let's elect them and let them to be the president, and the vice president, and the secretary, and the treasurer, and parliamentarian. They went on down the line, and so I sat there and I listened to that for a few minutes, and then so I raised my hand because I wanted to have something to say, and I said, the one thing that you never ever do, this let's just take this to uh, places of employment. So if I running a big corporation I've been the CEO for 40 years and it's time for me to move on out of the way but there's some more people down the line that maybe have worked 25 27 years or or you know maybe 20 years or 18 I said you don't ever get rid of all of your wisdom and put in a whole yeah. new group of brand new spanking new people that have never Absolutely. done these jobs so I said let me take it to medically when I was the head nurse over the floor or the house supervisor, I'm going to 
I'm going to uh, have a person mentoring or shadowing. We used to call it shadow. Wow. It's a brand-new nurse, just right graduated now. from Lamar University College of Nursing, and she has her first wow. job, a young 23, 24-year-old, whatever, and I'm going to throw her out there to be the head nurse, and she's never been anything but a student. That's, that doesn't speak wisely of a corporation to do that. So we wouldn't do that in the club. We wouldn't step back and let them totally run an organization that they have never been involved in. They just actually came on board because they saw George, what happened to George Floyd. So they want to now become involved. Does that make sense, guys? Incredible sense. Absolutely. And, and you're speaking my life now. I mean, and, and I was wondering why uh, the owner that I work for in automotive industry, been in uh, in management, right. automotive executive management for 30 years, and it's time to move on. Uh, and he and I both kind of retired at the same time. But guess what he does? He still comes around the dealership. He's no longer the president of the Excellent. dealership. And he just walks around, and, and you can hear the wisdom just, just oozing yeah. out of him. And so yes. my retirement is the same where I have to, I'm tied into where I have to come back to the dealership and spend quality time there. And he knows by keeping me around for the next 30 or 40 years that accidentally more information will flow into this facility there you go. than it there would you go. if I had retirement where I stay home. There you go. Absolutely correct. And so so, so, <laughs> Absolutely. so the, the job is blessed. He's blessed. I'm blessed, and we all yes. benefit from it. And I always thought that I, I was like, why would he tie me into this? Because he knew that I would give free information that he's paying me through my retirement to continue my service. And that's what we have to do Absolutely. in this field. And guess who else is blessed? That young person, that young salesperson that just started to working at the dealership. <laughs> Oh, you're teaching them and, how to sell. You teach, go ahead. Yes. Customer service. Yes. Oh, no, no. You're all over it. Yeah, and they're gleaning from me, even accidentally. Yes. I mean, I had one guy, he said, right. oh, I've been learning from you just watching. That's outstanding. See what I'm talking and about. And, 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 and can I just, uh, Mike and Lord, should you talk about, to, you know, to a global scale? You know, just like, okay, oh, that was Mike talking about. Mike talking about passing on, uh, 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 money. I mean, he talks about because yeah. knowledge is money, and so he's talking yeah. about yeah. passing on money. And understand that yeah. you know, up to this point, we've been That's denied really opportunities to we've been denied op- opportunities to fair opportunities to uh, implement mm-hmm. our ideas and our energies. And 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 one of the hope for this campaign is once it's over, that uh, our young folks, you know, and ourselves, we'll be able to uh, uh, actually present our ideas. Uh, you know, through access to capital and that type of thing, where we can uh, actually own our intellectual property and really be creative. You know, like we got a lot of pent right. up creativity. You see people stealing it all the time. You see it everywhere. They just stole it. Right. Uh, but, you know, and so and well, so once we get in a position where we can control that, that's the money because yeah. we're in a global economy. But, Arthur, we talked about that today. You remember you and I, I was talking about the young 33-year-old that I'm partnering with, and I'm teaching them the, the, the trade and the skills. And at the same time, I'm helping him, I'm helping myself, because it's money, it's economics. And if we go to right. raise with this knowledge and don't share it, we're, in, we're doing our there you go. disservice. Disservice. Yeah. Absolutely yes. correct. I say it all the time. 
Knowledge is to give away, not to keep, right? Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And let me say this as a management uh, degree person, uh, yeah. you know, as far as, as far as ideas, the reality of it is nobody can steal your idea. And they make an improve mm-hmm. upon it or whatever, but right. they can't steal it because they don't have your biography that created it. You thought of it day in, day out. They just steal yeah. it. So yeah. implementing is a whole other thing. So what I try to tell people about, you know, like, you know, like, you know, don't be so coveted about your ideas. Go ahead and share them. Hey, I share my ideas and hope somebody steal them. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> Good point. Good point. <laughs> Uh-huh. Good point. Okay. So tell us how things are looking in the ballot boxes there in Dallas, Texas. Since you went hey, to you... carry your soul to the pole on Sunday. On yeah. Saturday. I mean, we, hey, we sat here in Dallas. You know, we're doing our part. And uh, okay. and, and so we're really excited about that. Uh, again, we, we didn't get this COVID thing under control, but as far as like, Folks, the excitement, folks getting out, folks doing what they have to do, folks being conscious, uh, all that, you know, like that's there. Again, the main thing for us to do is to, is to put a, 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 a infrastructure in place where we can recapture okay. this system year after year after year. We can't just let it be a Woodstock one-time thing, you know. You go. We, we got to put the infrastructure in statewide where we can continue to redo this over and over again because that's what it's going to take to assure this democracy, because otherwise, I'm telling you, it can be stolen, as we can see. Yes. Good job. Well said. Okay. All right. We're moving right along. What about uh, Miss Rihanna? Have you been able to be out a little bit to see or watch on television how things are going in Kentucky? And I'm always interested in seeing um, – if the the people of color, the Hispanics, the brown brown and black people, the black people uh, are moving like unbelievable how the lines are here in Tyler, Texas, and East Texas, how the people are moving. And everyone at all throughout uh, Senate District 1, people are really getting out there. As a matter of fact, Louis Gombert has become uh, afraid. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, and these people who never have campaigned ever, but now there is a Caucasian man that's running against Louis Gomert. And so now he's telling the people, you got to send me money. You got, I need uh, money. And the works are the way they all beg. Even Trump is begging and please, even, even yeah. Trump is sending me announcements to send him. Yeah, he's dollars. running behind Biden. Yeah, yes, he's he running is. Behind. Yes, these, these Democrats, are, they're, they're raking in some money. And they're all these small donors, these people who are sending in a grip of money. Uh, mm. Well, let me let me rephrase it. A grip of people are sending in money. Yeah, the grip of money. <laughs> small yes. donors. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying, right? They're no, waking up money. I, I like a grip of money better. You, you like the group of money better. Yes, the group of money better. Okay. Well, I tell you, it's happening. It's happening in Texas. Texas is Texas is doing some amazing stuff. Amazing stuff. Sure. 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 Yes, sure. Ashley, Ron, yes. need to give us a report on on Mitch on Moscow. Mitch, what she she in Kentucky? Could you give us a four one one and then on that old 
is that old silly uh, attorney general y'all got. But anyway, could you just give us a Kentucky brief since you're the only person <laughs> we know from Kentucky? Well, well, Tell people here, Mitch McConnell has never been particularly popular, but yet he just continues being um, elected. Uh, he's yes. People are, are fed up with him right now. People do like him in grass. How? Yeah, exactly. However, um, gosh, I don't know what I, I don't know where Amy McGrath is spending her money because um, she's got a ton of it, and I just um, don't see the advertising in Louisville, Kentucky, that I would like to see. But um, it's, uh, Amy McGrath probably has the the part of Kentucky that I live in. She probably has us on lock. Um, so she doesn't need to advertise here. Um, but from what I read, she is going to the rural, rural areas. Um, I would like to see her going to more urban areas than she is. So, you know, it's not so much about Mitch as it is her as far as, you know, I, the criticisms that I have. Because people already hate Mitch McConnell here. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. But somehow, right. somehow, because his uh, name is the name they know, they keep voting, and they see an R next to okay. his name. You know. Question. Question. What about that guy that ran against him? Is he is he uh, helping her? Uh, How's their relationship? Booker. Oh. Yeah, the guy that ran awesome. against her. How's their relationship? He is just awesome. He almost. Uh, he almost eked out a win <laughs> against her, and I would argue that we might be in better shape right now had he done that. Um, no, because... saying how they doing right now. Don't say how they doing right now. Is he campaigning for oh, her? Oh, yes. Are, are they yes. working he, together? I mean, you know, I he mean, has I mean, told I mean, really all of his base. Yeah, he has told all of his base like you have. We have to get rid of Mitch McConnell. That's the goal. You know, you have to vote for Amy McGrath. He's campaigning for her. Um, you know, he he got on board pretty quick. Um, you know, and and okay, well, made clear okay, well, to his supporters strategy. what the goal is. Okay, well, that explains her strategy. Then her strategy is, uh, you know, Mitch. I I know Mitch strong in the rule, so that's where she. You know, she, her strategy probably is, uh, you know, he'll take care of that. I need to go get these rural people. So that's probably what her strategy is. I mean, I ain't saying it's right. That, I'm just saying. Yeah, know, that, that that makes sense. That's that's yeah. probably what she's doing because he she got his endorsement really early on. And, okay, yeah. See, so that allowed know, her to go do yeah. that. Yeah, that allowed her to go do that. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, I can tell you this: that sign well, I told you all about last general? week. What about that attorney general? What about that attorney general oh, that that that, 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 that messed fool. up with them uh, uh, jurors <laughs> and stuff? Now, what's up with that? Yeah, he is still. Um, the the juror from the grand jury filed um i i i don't know what it's called a, a brief or something with the court um right. repetition for to the court that they want to uh they want the FOIA request for all of the grand jury information to be on right. they want all right. that information to come out because they say that when he um, put out a statement and went on TV and and said um, certain things about uh, the case that they were not true. 
and that he was not just leaving things out from the grand jury information, but he actually misled people. And they really want uh, the Freedom of Information Act that request that's been filed, honored, because they want all the information out, or they want to be able to come out and speak themselves to say. And he is fighting that tooth and nail. He's pulling out all the stops. You would think this person was asking um, you know, for more voting rights for Kentuckians, the way he's acting, he's just <laughs> he's fighting against it, and wow. you know, doing everything he can in court uh, to say that that information shouldn't be out there. So, um, there were a couple of issues that that were mentioned in the articles that I've read about specifics that he um, specific mm-hmm. misleading statements that he made. But this juror, and you know, from what I understand from People who are anonymous but but have some knowledge of it say that yeah he he flat out lied about some of the stuff that was in there. Well, well that one juror she was she 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 was she was she was her her she was able to say that that he never presented the issues that the community was concerned about to them. He he just right. say hey don't worry about that da da da. So 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 even though we haven't seen the all the stuff that you know we do exactly. know that. Uh, you know, he didn't do his job. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty ridiculous. And, of course, Breonna Taylor's family won um, a settlement, but even they have mentioned, and people are, I just, I don't like to waste any opportunity to point this out in cases like this, and they pointed this out, too. But when, when a a family wins a settlement because their loved one was unlawfully killed uh, by law enforcement. It is mm-hmm. not the police department or the police officers who were involved who have to pay that settlement. It is taxpayers. Right. So th- that is right. not a repercussion. That is not any sort of a deterrent for police officers. Right. To right. to follow the law better or to, to right. be more coherent about what they're doing at all. It's taxpayers that pick up that burden. So I just want to put that out there. Yeah, again, very education. good. Good point. Yes. Yeah, education. Go ahead, Pastor. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. She's no exactly the point. And and all the way I found out about it is after George Floyd's death. And we we're going in and, and dissecting the, the way that the officers get paid and and, and who who's in charge and and a lot of folks mm-hmm. think that, that the police officers work for the mayor but they work for the city manager and yeah. so and he handles the budget and so you have to look at all of those things and then what most of the city attorneys do if you don't have an outside source they just settle and pay because it's not their money yeah. it's, the, it's it's our taxpayers money. So they just start, right. go ahead and pay two hundred fifty-three thousand dollars, and everybody goes away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No sweat off their back. Mm-hmm. No, yep, that's it. <laughs> yep. I'm glad we're having this conversation because. So what you had to eat? You ain't telling us you was eating. You ain't telling us you was eating though. Uh, yeah. I didn't share with that. That's the real question. I don't hear a, a smack I mean, in the pre-smack. Pre- I'm done. That's because I, I mute out <laughs> as I mute. <laughs> It, it was amazing. The presentation was beautiful, and it was on my, uh, let's see, my China from, uh, I think it's, that came from Poland. But wow. my daughter's real meticulous, and so she had it all laid out so beautifully. And so now I'm having my uh, ginger ale. 
mm-hmm. to finish up. <laughs> it was delicious. <laughs> it really was. And I'm not going to share, but it was delicious. <laughs> okay, I, let me share. She, th- this was, I never had, the way she laid it out, it was beautiful. She made actually a, gr- some, this was very simple, a grilled cheese sandwich and she had it nice and toasty and she cut it in half and then she she had this um she had pico de maya uh sauce and she put she had a turkey uh turkey burger and she laid mm. it on top of this sandwich and then she had all of the peppers and tomatoes and all of that laying there and then she sliced uh, orange slices, and she put that all around, decorated so beautiful. And then she made these amazing potatoes. She has these little bitty red potatoes, and I don't know what she put on them, but they were the best. They were much better than the ones I make. They were delicious. And so she had all of this little fancy sauce and stuff that she had put together on there, and it was so beautiful. It was almost too pretty to eat, but I was very hungry, so I ate it. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. so, but at any rate. Well, you're a blessed lady. So, hey, look, I, I, I need to uh, that she rent her services out. I, I can use all that. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. No, she does it for me for free. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to pay. <laughs> oh, goodness. She comes down on her off days and spend it because I don't know, for those of you that know, she lived in, um, she lived on the East Coast and uh, she used to teach at, um, Excuse me, at uh, Princeton University, Princeton she was in Princeton, oh, wow. New Jersey. She was oh. she was the first African American and the only African American to be Miss Temple University. And oh. She graduated from, from a Christian school here, and and then she went on and graduated from Temple University, and then University of Pennsylvania, and then she got her a doctorate from uh, Penn State, and so we're just happy Ooh, to have her back. She, Oh, that was oh, a long time ago. Time. That's a while ago. <laughs> but she, um, but but thankfully she actually uh, moved back here to Texas because we thought that would be a good thing for her after her son was actually mauled to death by a pit bull. Mm. So oh, yeah, it's okay, been yeah, good yeah. to have, yeah. So it's been good to have her back, and I think that she's just coming along quite well after being back that's home good. and close to her family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really that's good. Yeah, went through a, a divorce and all that, so uh, it's she's doing really good. So I'm I'm really proud, and then she's got a really great position there in the Dallas, uh, Fort Worth area. Wow, so okay. Well, mm-hmm. and, and if you ever get in trouble, give me a holler. I uh, will. I will absolutely <laughs> make sure you you take good care of her. She she she's your sorority sister too. Oh, okay. That's okay, my le- yeah, that's, okay. that's my le- that's my legacy. But, okay, well, okay, I'll be looking out so, for it. There you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Well, so we got four more days, and then there will the next, well, four more days of early voting. And, I, you know, guys, I really think that by the time we get to Election Day, a week from tomorrow, I believe, a week from tomorrow, tomorrow's Tuesday, uh, 3rd November, I think almost everybody would have already voted by then. And yeah. there will be yeah. very few lines at the polling booth, I believe. So that will be, I'm calling that a big day of celebration. 
Absolutely. don't think we're going to have to do a, a lot of working, a lot of passing out waters, a lot of – I've been working the curbside. I enjoy the curbside because it's assisting and helping the senior citizens and, and those that, that have disabilities that really need that extra special uh, care and assistance, bringing out the, the voting booth, uh, boxes to – their vehicles, and so the lines have been very, very long. People have had to wait a pretty good while, so we would make sure that they had all the refreshments that they needed because many of them were diabetics and hypertensive and those kinds of things, so we make sure that they have plenty of water, and and we put together some little individual snack packs uh, that we can give them, the snack crackers and and maybe even peppermints and so that if their blood sugar drops a little bit and then they'll have all the snacks that they need, some who are able to have some juices. And uh, so it's just, it's been so rewarding. I always enjoy working during election times because that's a, that's a time where, where it just seems like people come together, would you say? And well, unfortunately people who are on the same side of the fence I should say but what I say to the people is that we serve the United States of America and so if I had ever made it to Washington DC I wanted us to be seated alphabetically or something like that but not not an aisle down the middle and you have these people over on this side and these group of people over on that side and that's that's projecting division, would you say, guys? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. that's projecting division. And so we're working to become united and not divided. Yes. And yeah. that's what I always I mean say you can't build community without unity. We have to have unity to spell, and it starts to, in the community. All politics absolutely. is local. And in order to make it All to Washington, D.C., we have to get local together. That's great. Very good. And them long lines, so well and them long lines, and them long lines. You know, you, you know, and it ain't a theory; it's for real. Whatever happened, to black people yeah. first. Sure. It happened to white people. Either it's actually happened when it happened to us, but it, but, it, but it's pronounced to them later. Same thing about voter suppression. Right. They thought we were just get. Most white folks thought black folks just getting suppressed. Now they realize they were getting suppressed. And so I think that educational part about the whole process. You know about the ballot, about the dropout box stuff like that. You know a lot of folks didn't know that. Going forward, yeah. they're gonna know that. This is probably gonna be the most educated electric going forward if we keep it going. You know we've ever had. Right. So you know we just need to just stay with that. That's what I'm saying. Get the infrastructure in place. Well, we have uh, for, one million for organizations. We have eight days to the election, and, and CNN saying we have 61 million ballots already cast. So if we continue to vote like that, wow. It should be. We should be on the road to the 270 delegates we need, and 270 electoral votes we need. Wow. We still have to watch Michigan, Wisconsin, Florida, and of course, us Texas. We are up 0.3 percent. And remember the fight. Remember the fight. Yeah, and remember, just remember after the after election, that's just when the fight began. The fight began after election. Right. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So that's just well, reposition we, we we were told we were told today that we better uh, that Trump 2020 and if it does not happen then it's going to be trouble. It's going to be well. It was going to be trouble. It was going to be trouble if it happened. It was going to be trouble if it didn't happen. It was going to be trouble. Yeah. 
what what do they think is happening now? <laughs> Where is yeah. trouble? Yeah. Well, and what well, is this, this right here? What is this right here? This is like trouble and to I'm me. Good. And I'm glad you said that because what I said is that, but at least it'll be less trouble than what we have right now. That was my response. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be good trouble. Right. It'll be good trouble. Good trouble. Good trouble. Good trouble. Good trouble. Necessary good trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And you know, I I can't yeah. help but point out that you know we had to deal with their whining for eight years, talking yeah. about President Obama. He's a dictator. Uh, he's taking your guns. Yeah. He's crazy. He's yeah. this. He's that. All horrible smears <laughs> against him. I never ever heard him complain. I never saw him mm-hmm. up at three o'clock in the morning, all caps, tweeting people. I know. He's, he's, he's a peaser. Obama's an appeaser. He's an appeaser. This joke here done sold oh, yeah. straight out. And, and, and they, look here, even Democrats ain't even called him an appeaser. And that's why I get right. Democrats. Yeah. Y'all heard of what they did, and y'all won't even call this man an appeaser? Really? I have heard the word that <laughs> one time nope. out of any of them. Nope. Nope. Not and at I all. can hear nothing but a pizza. When Obama was in office, so I'm just saying. Exactly. Again, I, again, this is one of the problems I have with Democratic Party, and I keep telling people all the races didn't leave, a lot of them stayed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh Can yeah. I switch gears we talked about that a lot. lot. <laughs> right. I, I want us to cover this quickly before we leave out, Miss Rihanna. If you can, if you can quickly pull up because I, I, I want to play the ad one more time at the end of the show, but before. Did you guys follow this young lady, the scientist, that the 14-year-old brilliant young lady out of Frisco, Texas, that won the $25 million for the discovery that she's leading to find a cure for COVID-19? She was working on other, she was working on other infectious diseases, but when COVID came about, she switched over to COVID-19. Right yeah, there in our state, yes, 20, she won $25,000. I can't remember. She's uh, she's a young Indian girl, I believe, and so uh, she's she's one of the young scientists, the three M scientists, I believe, uh, Miss Rihanna. Mm-hmm. If just in case her, her Anika, I think, and I can't remember uh, what her uh, something, her Brula, something, some such as that. I I can't remember. Exactly. So Louis Gomert, Louis Gomert was right. Men are left out of science. <laughs> yeah, that's brilliant. It's very good, Mr. Rihanna. Very good. But really <laughs> the poor white boys. The, the young the young folk are doing um, they're doing amazing. I'm just just very proud of this young girl. I saw it on television yeah. on last night. And and so uh so get with Dr. Fossey and so that you can make these things happen there. She has been working on that virus and listen, I would not be surprised if some of these young scientists will be able to find what we need, right? Okay, exactly. we're near the end, guys. Listen, I have really, and I always enjoy. Uh, and Pastor Mike, you got to come back and, and just spend some time with us. This is this is outstanding, and we're gonna be getting you Absolutely. ready for your your next venture. And I'm excited yeah. to uh, hear what's gonna be coming down the pipe because I, you're an amazing candidate, and we need people like you. Working in Texas, Mr. Arthur, you have any final comments? And then, if not, uh, well, go ahead. You may have some final comments, and then we'll turn it over to Miss Rihanna. Let her play uh, our our final ad advertisement from the uh, coalition, and then we'll play our theme song. 
Oh, it's our thing, Brother Mike, for coming. Uh, I'm glad he's able to show up. Hope he's not gonna make himself no stranger. Uh, <laughs> and, and again, like, and, 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 hey y'all, like I say, you know, this is hey y'all, this is it. This is the, this is the thing. It, you know, uh, like the hundred four year old lady said today, the big one. So uh, <laughs> okay, there's a big one. Okay, Miss Brianna, yeah, play yeah. that play that ad really quickly so we won't get cut off. And then play our theme song. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye-bye. This is Carol G. Robinson, State Chairman of the Texas Coalition of Black Democrats. And I'm reaching out to remind you to vote and to vote Democrat from top to bottom on your ballot. If you're voting by mail, fill out your ballot and mail it back as soon as possible. Don't wait. Early voting begins in person on October 13th and ends on October 30th. Election day is November 3rd. Vote Democrat. Political ad paid for by the Texas Black Democrats Party. One day when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be out. Oh, one day when the war is won, we will be sure. The heavens, no man, no weapon formed against. Yes, glory is destined. Everyday women and men become legends. Sins that go against our skin become blessings. The movement is a rhythm to us. Freedom is like religion to us. Justice is juxtaposition in us. Justice for all just ain't specific enough. One son died, his spirit is revisiting us. True and living, living in us. Resistance is us. That's why Rosa sat on the bus. That's why we walked through Ferguson with our hands up. When it goes down, we woman and man up. They say stay down and we stand up. Shots, we on the ground. The camera panned up. King pointed to the mountaintop and we ran up. One day when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be out. Oh, one day when the war is won, we will be sure.
smile for every man, woman, and child. Even Jesus got his crown in front of a crowd. They march with the torch, we gon' run with it now. Never look back, we done gone hundreds of miles. From dark roads, heroes, to become a hero. Facing the league of justice, his power was the people. Enemy is lethal, a king became regal. Saw the face of Jim Crow under a bald ego. The biggest weapon. It's to stay peaceful, we sing Our music is the cuts that we bleed through Somewhere in the dream we had an epiphany Now we right the wrongs in history No one can win a war individually It takes the wisdom of the elders and young people's energy Welcome to the story we call victory The coming of the Lord, my eyes have seen the glory One day, when the glory comes It will be Monday. Thanks.